Thank you for joining me for Moments to Ponder the Psalms. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 41. As we begin today, we need to understand the backstory behind the psalm. The story is found in 1 Samuel 21. David is running for his life from a very jealous King Saul. And while he is in Nob, a town of that time, David is discovered by one of Saul's spies as he visits the priest Ahimelech. After giving him some bread and the sword of Goliath, the priest sends him on his way, and David takes the sword and runs to Gath. Now Gath is the home of King Ashish, the king of the Philistines. Yes, those Philistines, the ones that came against Israel, the ones who raised Goliath in the first place. And why go here? It's kind of an interesting place for David to go, right into the town of his enemy. But one thing is for sure, Saul won't follow him there. So hunted by King Saul, Surrounded by his enemies, David cries out to God. Oh God, have mercy on me, for people are hounding me. My foes attack me all day long. I am constantly hounded by those who slander me, and many are boldly attacking me. But when I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. I praise God for what he has promised. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? They're always twisting what I say. They spend their days plotting to harm me. They come together to spy on me, watching my every step eager to kill me. Oh, don't let them get away with their wickedness. In your anger, oh God, bring them down. You keep track of all my sorrows. You've collected all my tears in your bottle. You've recorded each one in your book. My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. God is on my side. I praise God for what He has promised. Yes, I praise the Lord for what He has promised. I trust in God. So why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? I will fulfill my vows to you, O God, and will offer a sacrifice of thanks for your help. For you have rescued me from death. You have kept my feet from slipping. So now I can walk in your presence, O God, in your life-giving light. Psalm 56 
Have you ever had that moment when it feels like the world is against you? Wondering what else can happen? This is David. David, who's actually done nothing wrong at this point in his life, but he's being hounded by Saul and his spies. Lies are being spread about him. He can't find safety. And he finds himself alone in Nob. Yet notice what he said. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. David, the one who killed Goliath, dealt with lions and bears. A seasoned military man. He doesn't deny that he has fear. But he knows what to do with it. He puts his trust in God. David shows us that fear and faith can be present at the same time. There's a tension here. It's almost as if he needed to keep reminding himself, so he says it twice in this psalm. I trust in God, so why should I be afraid? What can mere mortals do to me? Imagine a scale with two sides that balance on an axis. One side has fear, the other faith. We live in the tension of this balance, back and forth between what we fear and the trust required in faith. We outweigh fear with faith when we trust. It tips the scale in faith's favor and When we have those moments where the scale tips more toward fear, it doesn't mean we've lost faith. It just means we need to lean into trust. And how do we do that? I think the answer is found in verse 8. David says, You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. He knows where he stands and he reminds himself that he is seen, known, valued, and loved. It's where his confidence comes from. When we're faced with those the world is against me experiences, when we hear of something spoken about us that isn't true, when we feel hounded or exhausted, that's when we need to do as David did. Take a breath. Refocus on the one that sees every tear and know that you are valued and loved. It is in this remembering that the confidence of who he is helps us move forward. In verse 9, David goes on to say, My enemies will retreat when I call to you for help. This I know. God is on my side. Oh, here's the foundation of David's confidence. God is for me. My enemies will retreat. He had been anointed as the next king of Israel. He knew he had a future. And with that in mind, he trusts God to fulfill that promise. So then, what can man do against God? In fact, he is so sure of what God will do, he is already thinking of the sacrifice he will give in thanksgiving for the mercy God will show him. 
when we're faced with a problem. The mistake that we often make is that we begin to dwell on it. And as we concentrate and dwell on it, it grows and grows in our minds, becoming overwhelming. David reminds us that we need to concentrate on God. Cast all our cares on Him and look to His greatness and power. Thankfulness helps us do just that because it helps us focus on what He has done and who He is. And when we lean into the confidence that God's going to take care of it in His way, we're putting our focus on Him, which in turn brings assurance and a peace we don't often understand because of who He is. And with Him, we're able to ride out the storm. God has promised that He will never leave us or forsake us. He has promised those who believe a future with Him. In Romans 8.31, Paul says, If God is for us, who can ever be against us? And we come to verse 13. And this is where we see Jesus. Life-giving light. That's Jesus. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you don't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. What a wonderful promise. You will have light that leads to life. David trusted in what God had promised him. May we do the same. A few days ago, I read a post on Instagram, and the words really struck me as I was pondering this psalm, so I want to share them with you. I know you feel lonely and unseen, but He is Emmanuel. I know the numbers don't add up, but He is Provider. I know it's hard to understand how He's working behind the scenes, but He is faithful and true. I know you feel the lack, but He is the Good Shepherd. I know darkness seems to abound and flourish, but He is the light of the world. I know it all feels like too much, but He is the wonderful counselor. And I know life is hard, but He tells us, I am. May you hold on to his names, Provider, Counselor, Emmanuel. And know that he sees you, he knows you, and he adores you. 
because God is for you. Amen.